Two black minds, two black minds. We are two black minds. We are back and in effect, fact, 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 fact. <laughs> I go by the name of GC, the Golden City's golden boy. Found Souls Farms front man from way back when. If you didn't know, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you. I'm a king, I'm a king, I'm a king, king, king. I'm a king, I'm a king, I'm a king. Capital K-I-N-G, just a young black man trying to build his kingdom. You've got What's a mouse. You've got a mouse. Whatever got a it is. Today, yeah. <laughs> like f- you're even adding on your own echoes. Yeah, I know yeah, them. for sure, for sure, for sure. Echo, <laughs> echo, echo. <laughs> what's, well, what's, what's with this life thing? You're, what do you feeling, mean? you're feeling like you're full of life. Do you know what? I'm full of life. I'm yeah. not full of life, but I'm trying to get my my head is a bit fuzzy in it. Okay. But I'm energetic in my body, uh-huh. or at least I'm trying to fake that I'm energetic in my head. Oh, okay. I don't okay. know what it is. That's I need right. food. I need food. You need food. Is. You've, you've, I'm here, man. I'm happy. I'm I'm alive. Hey, I'm jumping for that. joy. Hey, for real. <laughs> or at least for I should real. be. What's going on, sir? How are you? You really tried to drug the energy. <laughs> <laughs> energy on ten. Okay. Hey, I'm good. I'm good. Capsons in the building. I'm in the building. Enjoying life. Yeah, definitely. How are you? Mine is not a first one. It's not a first. You're real. <laughs> no, no, no. You've uh, got I'm, a, you've real, got a good I'm day. real. Yeah. It's you coming to the day. end of the day or something, you know, or the beginning of a new day. However, everyone wants to see it. And I'm feeling like, yeah. Yeah, I'm good. Good stuff, man. What's up, what's up with you? I'm calm, man. Yeah, I'm enjoy. I'm enjoying things, man. Okay. I've been th- do you know what? I've been thinking about the topic for the last two days. Yeah. So when I when I don't think about the topic, I'm calm in it. When I think about the topic, I'm just like, <laughs> hmm. I'm so complete. I'm, I'm just contemplating everything, my uh-huh. whole existence. Ah, what's you going started on? with the big ones, contemplating <laughs> and all. Yeah, as a fact. Okay, hit hit. What's with so the topic? What we're talking about today? We are talking about it's like in the title, yes, go on, or the working title so far because it might change in it. Okay, uh, rest in power, the haunting fear of death. Yeah, rest in power. So we've, as of recently, have noticed, um, or sorry, I've heard the stories of or heard of the number of deaths that have taken place. Yep. Now, um, that doesn't change. Like every day, people die. That That's never fine. changes. Every minute that we live. Somebody has, somebody has died. Somebody's losing their life. Um, or somebody's moving to a different realm. Yeah, that's another way of putting it. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Um, so let me let me just go down a few. So obviously, there's some that we know. Prince Philip. Yeah. Um, May he rest in power. We've got DMX. May he rest in power. Darkman X, man. I was I was hit when that happened, you know. Oh, for real? Do you know? Well, we'll talk about it in a sec. We'll talk about it. Black so. Rob. Yeah. Whoa, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Nipsey Hussle passed, what, last year or the year before? Yep. Um, Pop Smoke. Loads of American guys. Kobe Bryant, obviously. Chadwick Boseman. Um, we've got, as as of recently, we've got, what, 3 million um, deaths in the COVID-19. In the COVID, yes. Um, of people who have been tested positive and have subsequently died. We've got um, a number of police violences. We've got George Floyd, obviously. And we've got a number of other ones that's happened in America. Yeah. Um, and in the UK, we've had a number of deaths as well. Maybe not so many that's prominent um, culturally to us, mm-hmm. but there have been a number of deaths to some famous people, um, a number of celebrities that may not be my generation, but maybe my father's generation. That I've sure, seen them sure. um, and seen them on the TV. So I just wanted to think about, hey, let's just talk about death for a minute. Let's it's, talk it's, about it, sounds, it sounds like a sombering thing, something that gets people dying. And to some extent, I understand why, but um, it's the only thing promised to us. If you are alive and breathing, yep. I can guarantee you're going to die. For real. Yeah. You're getting philosophical right at the beginning. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. <laughs> no, but for real, how do you, how do you feel about death? Uh, you know, I'll start with a story. Go on, tell us a story. Death is one of those things that 
when I was young, almost used to give me panic anxieties. Yeah. You know, uh, simply because death, culturally, death is very prominent, you know. For so when me, you say culturally, what do you mean? For me, growing up and all that, you know, so obviously heritage-wise, you know, Africa and all those things, you know, culturally, death is quite prominent. Or the acknowledgement, celebration, or somberness of death. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. It's quite yeah. prominent, you know, it's a big, yeah. big thing. Uh, beyond just all oh, the family members, beyond just, you know, yeah. the community has to feel the death, you know, yeah, the, yeah. the surrounding area has to feel the death and things like that. And yet, there was never a conversation with the children about death. Does that make sense? So growing up, you never really heard too much about... Um, I was first with it. You're faced with it in terms of you going to funerals exactly, or going to people's homes. there was no homes. preparation in terms of, oh, by the way, you know, let's sit you down and, you know. Yeah. I, I was heavily faced with death. Um, like, I remember the first time it really hit me when I was, like, cognizant about, oh, my God, this is something I need to try and understand. You know, uh, I went to a neighbor's... Uh, in a sense, I don't know what, what I want to call it. Is it a showing or something? Someone dies, people come and pay their respects, but it's not like someone is even in the coffin. You know, yep. um, they are literally just lying there in the middle of the, you know, middle of the living room, mm-hmm. and people are coming, and some people are touching, some people are doing whatever. Oh, sorry, you're, so you're saying in terms of, in terms of the body being there, the body being raised okay, right there. It's okay. like as though someone is just lying down on, yeah. you know, on their bed, and that is it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Can I kind of tell you a story? Yeah, go yeah, on. Get, when the first time I came in contact with a dead body, um, sorry, outside of a funeral, yeah, um, was when my granddad passed away. Okay. Um, it was very strange. It was a very strange time. I got a text message, um, saying granddad's passed away. Um, do you want to come to the house? I think I was straight after work, so I just went left work, went straight there. I believe it's straight after work. Mm-hmm. Um, went to the, I went to the house, my grandparents' houses, and the house they've lived there for years, and I love that house still to this day. Okay, like if that house went on sale and I had money, I'd buy it just for the sake of memories. Yes, um, I remember all, all of us, all of the families, cousins, aunties, uncles, my dad, my mum, all being in the living room, and the body being downstairs uh, upstairs. So we go up to see. I went up to see him. Um, and we were just all in the bedroom and I just saw him and I was just literally just looking at him thinking like at any moment he could just wake up. Yeah. It's like, that I, lack I, I of preparation. St- yeah. I couldn't stop looking at him because I'm like, is he, is he passed away? Is he really passed away? Is mm-hmm. he going to wake up? Is he going to like laugh and say, oh, I was just joking. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, kept, I was literally staring at him for like a good 15 minutes, maybe even longer. The whole time I was upstairs, I was like in and out of the conversations with just the grandparents, you know, and just sorry the grandparents with my parents and the aunties and uncles that were there talking about this talking about that just looking around the house but just, and I just kept staring at him and I just couldn't I just couldn't bring myself around to be like right he's actually passed away yes, yes. and I don't think it hit me until the funeral but I'm like no he literally has passed away yeah, um, yeah. but for you at least there you are um, your understanding of death your contemplation of death yeah. was possibly partially grown yeah, yes. I was I was at least what twenty in my in my mid twenties. Oh, okay. So it was so it was yeah. fairly grown. You yeah. you you knew you had given yourself time to 
think about or to um, somewhere acknowledge it via a certain conversation yeah, or something. For sure. For me, the first time I was very aware of it at that moment when I was describing it, I had never th- thought about it as in, oh, by the way, this is next to me. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. This can happen to me. I had never, I was this blissful, you know, soul that was just walking around the earth. Yeah. Does that make sense? You know, children being children that if a caterpillar passed by, I'd be like, oh, <laughs> caterpillar, you know? And then all of a sudden, here comes this person and they're dead, you know? And then you're passing by them and first connection is, oh, but are they in bed? Are they, you know, because they were, the, their presentation was, this person was laid there, you know, bed and all that, you know, half uh, open so that you can see their face and all that stuff, you know? But then I'm starting to, battle with okay what is death what is whatever yeah. how and, and what, roughly how old were you i would say i was about seven okay very yeah. young very very yeah, young. very very young about we, seven. i was i was hidden from all of that i never i never went to any funerals when i was a real young child mm-hmm. um my parents didn't really take me to any funerals i don't even know if i i think probably the youngest funeral i went to i was probably like i was probably about 16 17. oh okay yeah i was mm-hmm. fairly old i think yeah um yeah, I was I was hidden from all of it. Yeah, well, for us, that's that's the prominence that I was talking about in society. You know that this now was very close to me, and I had to be part of. And you're walking, although I had about it because it wasn't in the community. Community, yeah. I hadn't had that privilege of I'm now walk. I'm now part of the viewing, and we are walking yeah. past because this person has just died. I, I noticed a lot of things change. So as I as I went older, my past. So I was a. Um, my involvement in the church was in the point where I was in ministry. So to some extent, um, I, I actually led a few funerals. Okay. Quite a number of them, actually, to be honest. Um, a number of real, real small ones where there was like probably six people there. Mm-hmm. I mean, in just our, our small church at the time. And I've, I've kind of led largest funerals mm-hmm. with a huge congregation, at least. Oh, every seat was filled up. So people were standing up and people were standing outside. Sure, sure. So huge funerals um so from that regard because they weren't i don't know it's very it's just i just felt very strange about the whole of death yes and i've always been a person to be honest that when i was younger i I was scared of dying okay and now i'm not i'm not scared of death itself what i'm what haunts me scares me half to death is not living Mm -hmm. not being successful like if i was to die now I would be so like disappointed silly, in yourself. It sounds silly, yeah. but I'd be so disappointed. Like I haven't lived. Like what was I doing for the last? I was just working. Come on, Dean, you can do better than that. Um, and that's, that's the only but thing that scares me. Do you think that, that bar will ever change? That I do think. Sorry, will, do you think that bar will ever stabilize because of the ambition you as a man have? Yeah, I don't think that bar of yours would stabilize. I don't think that your measure because your acknowledgement of success is. Yeah. No, I get that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For potentially, sure. your above actually yeah, I've lived would not stabilize because the next means you want to be the person that, oh, I need to make it to the moon, go get to that, whatever yeah, mean. That's <laughs> mean, a fact. And no, then no, after that, you're hunting for the next planet. Does that make sense? No, no I 100% get you. I'm just speaking knowing in, you. In terms of my ambition, I'm very quite ambitious in terms of there's always another milestone to yes, try and yes, jump over yes. and then get to. So maybe it will never go. But at the moment, there is. At the moment, I'm like, my kids are young. I just want to have fun with the so kids. Much, you know? Yeah, people say that, man. I just, I just don't think I have achieved enough. <laughs> I just want to achieve more. That's, that's I, the, that's the you I, want to go to the Mars. Yeah, that's the it. I want to go to the moon, then to yeah. Mars, then to Jupiter, yeah. then to outer space. Yeah, of there course. There you are. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, at, at my age, it's not necessarily the actual death dying mm-hmm. part that I'm scared of. Mm-hmm. It's just the fact that have I really lived? Do I have a a, um, a so life legacy. worth looking at? Legacy. A legacy, yeah, that's a great way of saying it. Should we talk about legacy then? Let's do that, man. Yeah, we've we've briefly kind of like hinted on me and you. So legacy. Let, let's let's first start from you know uh, the highest man on the land at the moment who was just, Prince Philip. Yeah, he's just passed away. Did you did you see his funeral? I did watch the, the funeral. Okay. Not not as much, uh, not as as all of it. I, I was intrigued by because it's been so long that there was a significant funeral. Yeah. Uh, to be so I wanted to see what the significant funeral. Yeah. I think for me my biggest and I don't want to call it disappointment, my biggest loss out of his funeral yeah. was the inability for the population to really participate to say farewell. Yeah. 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 That I I am gripped by the picture of the queen seated by herself. Yeah, that was quite deep. Yeah, I saw that one. You know, and, and I'm like, whoa. Is this death? Is this, you know, like you, this is someone who potentially, who should have been surrounded by thousands of people, who should have been seen off by thousands of people. And then all of a sudden, the spouse is seated by herself because or COVID has come in. Does that make sense? And all yeah, those 100%. things. So those things for me are the things that disappointed. Disappointment is the wrong word, but they did not quench or they did not satisfy my desire for the farewell that should have been given to him yeah i think i think yeah covid has really hit it in terms of like but then again i don't know if it's i don't know how to say it it's because of my demographic my context prince philip you know rest in peace i wasn't somebody that was on my radar okay do you mean i understood who i know who he was um, I kind of understood his relationship, obviously, with the Queen and, and, and so forth. But personally, there wasn't much of me seeing him about. Okay. Because obviously, he's he reached a high age. Um, he's done so many great things I'm, I'm hearing and hearing stories of. But he, he wasn't hit home. He didn't hit home with me, personally. Yes, yes, yes. I saw clips of the um, ceremony. Um, and I saw some of the actual rehearsal of the ceremony as well. And I, and I do think it's it's wonderful that those figures have these kind of um, funerals and ceremonies and it's published, publicly seen um, and all those great things. But I don't know. I, I don't know. You're, you're going to talk, um, the way you're talking, or from me knowing you, yeah. you would be more interested in the, the DMX funeral than the Prince Philip funeral. Yes. If that makes sense. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Because of the generational attachment and the impact, the direct impact. That's a fact. Substantial and, and, impact. And the papers, and they both died on the same day, wasn't it? Was it same day? No, there was, it was not the same day. If it wasn't the same day, I saw in the paper about very how, close. Um, very close, maybe a day or yeah. two days in between, um, had a paper said, um, the prince and the rapper, I can't remember what paper it was, and the oh, front okay. page of it, it's also about DMX dying and talking about the Prince Philip dying. Mm-hmm. And DMX was a bit more... Uh, connected to me in terms of me growing up because growing up I was a huge DMX fan like that he's Rough Riders a, he's a dog thing X-Go give it to <laughs> and he was and a, as an actor I've seen him with yes, India yes. like I just thought yeah he's, he's dope he's amazing yes um, I even connected with him in terms of like he's, his rapping and prayers sure so he's, he'd always have an interlude on one of, one of his albums and he'd all be praying in there yes. and he'd be rapping a prayer to the Lord and I'm just like right yeah man DMX is like so like 
giving. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. wanting to do better, so wanting to achieve more. Yeah. Um, still connecting spiritually, and I just thought, wow, I just, I just really blown away by that. Mm-hmm. And then just, just the fact that his aggression, his his flow and style, his voice, his cadence, you know, all of the, that. the interesting thing, like you mentioned, aggression. Dmx's aggression was smooth. Smooth, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was controlled aggression. Controlled, yes. Yeah. It, it was aggression that when it hits you, you enjoy it rather than yeah. aggression like, okay, I'm not sure. And I'm not, it, not scared. Yeah, you're not put off or scared by yes, him. Yes, uh-huh. Yeah, definitely, You know, man. so... Uh, so legacies. Let's compare them these two legacies. Yeah, in terms in terms of DMX, in our in our context, we're seeing a man who has touched many, many, many people's lives musically, um, and career wise. Even in terms of just like a love for dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I know it sounds weird. I mean, British people have always loved dogs. We all have, but but DMX did it in such a way that, it, that the hip hop context, the hip hop culture, kind of gravitated to dogs. Yes, yes. And, yes. And bigger yes. dogs and the, the position of that nature. The position DMX put a dog into the hip hop culture. Yeah, he elevated them beyond just either a guard dog or whatever. But yeah. actually, a pos- there was a position for dogs in yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. the hip hop, like the black culture, a, a, a friendship, expression a, of love and adoration, even for a dog. Yeah, yeah, for you sure. Know? And um, so that is an interesting perspective to actually really bring to the table, whereas. My concern, my, I don't know why concern, it keeps trying to come out. My reflection when it comes to the Duke, yeah, I'm like, okay, I'm still feel, I'm still lacking a bit. Does that make sense? Yeah. But yeah? again, for me, it's only because of, um, he didn't, he wasn't speaking to my generation to some extent. Mm-hmm. Like, to, to be in fact, the, the thing that I loved, I saw a clip of when he said to the cameraman, I don't know if you saw that clip. Uh, there was a guy trying to take a photo of him and he's like him and like a number of other people are around him. Okay. And the photographer is like trying to tell this person, right, just move slightly this way. And he runs over to the other person. All right, can you just do this, this? And then the guy, the dude's just sitting there at the front like, and he swears. He's like, take the effing picture, innit? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, wow, that was dope. The All of a sudden he, just, he spoke to you. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, yeah, he's connected. He's connected. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I say it because he, he didn't connect to me specifically, but he didn't he didn't need necessarily need to. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, he was of an, an older generation. Do you, do you and think other people this may have connected same, to him? Do you think this is the same conundrum that uh, or whatever William is going down? That he's all of a sudden missing the generation between him and Harry. Harry Harry connected with the generation more. Oh, okay, connecting doesn't make sense. That there is that maybe the etiquette of royals. Yep. is no longer. In the realm of the generations that are coming up, yeah, okay, you know, and yet that etiquette is not is not changing. And then when someone tries to change it, or when someone acknowledges that actually this is who I am, then people are like, "Oh, you're a bit too rough on the edges." No, hundred percent. I I fully get all of that, and it, but some of it is just us as of a generation, like this generation, is so more easily touched, whether it's through social media or just through expression, this, that, and the other we're easily able to, okay, I feel like I know that person. Even though I don't physically know him, he's in a different country if we're talking mm-hmm. about DMX. Yes. But I feel like I know him in terms of, um, he shares a lot of himself or he has interviews and they seem to be sure. share, showing a bit of himself. So even from like specifically DMX, his vulnerability, seeing him in the verses with, um, I, think, I can't remember who did verses with, Snoop, I think he did it with. Um, and just seeing his vulnerability, mm-hmm. seeing how even times he talks about how he's struggling with drugs and, and these kind of addictions and he's got this many um, children. And I'm seeing, and I can hear it in his voice that he's striving to be a better man and yeah, he's yeah, striving yeah, to, yeah. to be a better person. 
and he's got so much humor about him and this that and the other and when we talk about the other side for specifically prince philip that i don't i didn't see his humanness so do you do you think that we struggle the lack of view of the struggle takes mm. away the humanness for me personally but for other people they don't need to see struggle they just need to see maybe a person smile or him being happy or seeing sure, him sure. joyous mm-hmm. But you not, know, not you know, you're not the first person within our generation to say something similar. To say that actually, I feel that it's too glossy. You know, the yeah. royal why I'm disconnecting with them is too glossy. Whereas when they get pictures of is it Prince Harry with naked in some hotel room, it's no longer as glossy as it needs to be. You know, that's a fact. And and you know what? This and just to connect it back, the history. Some historians, depending yeah. on which kings you talk about. And when when famous people, I say famous people, when um, important people in certain cities would die, what they usually would do is have a moment of mourning. Mm-hmm. And the ways in which they would do it is to literally kill, like this, is, this is way back in history books, kill loads of children. Okay. Or kill loads of people, slaughter loads of people. And in the way that the, the country's mourning because they've lost someone as close to them, they're also trying to connect it with the king that has just passed away. Sure, sure, sense, sure. This is, this is centuries and centuries ago. Yeah, of yeah. What they used to do. Okay. Um, is to make that kind of connection. Mm-hmm. And for us, it's interesting because if you don't connect with people, can I say, let me say this joke. It's not a joke, but it's a, me and my friend. Yeah. Every time we go to funerals, if we see each other at a funeral, we talk to one another, we know we're going to the same funeral. Yeah. We'll, I don't know if I shared this before. We'll yes, say I to one yeah. another, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, that's the, I need a funeral like that. I need a funeral like that. You need to beat that one. I need to beat that one. Yeah, uh-huh. it's like your status as a person, you've been successful as a human being if your funeral is packed. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if uh-huh. people are like literally crying yep. and if people are literally telling stories and saying all and like literally laughing, this, that, and the other, that's when you know, right, yeah, yeah, that was a good mm-hmm, guy, man. Mm-hmm. We're going to miss it. I think for me, what I would connect to is wanting to have the never-ending conversation. Yeah that there is oh but do you remember oh but and then like almost my whole yeah. all my years can be talked about because they were impactful to someone that each each and every point I was of positive impact yeah to be recognized that oh actually yeah which means then I've left myself in that person you know I think for me that's what that's left, my left your imprint on somebody I've left and, my and I think imprint. that's yes. that's what a lot of people fear well maybe they don't fear maybe it's just me that fears it but it's me not leaving a mark on on the world. Sure. Like I need, and I'm fighting for this. And in reality is it may never happen, but to some extent, my psyche can't, I can't not do it. I'm fighting for my name, my legacy to be remembered. Yeah. yeah, Like what scares me, not, I don't know. I don't know if I'm just overthinking, but what scares me is that it's going to come a day and no, no one remembers what I look like or even utters my name. Sure. Sure. And that scares me. So it's like, the, the what point, was the, the point purpose of, actual of your existence? Yeah, is that what you're saying? That there is that point of actual vanish where yeah. you're like, oh, yeah. no no one remembers yeah. that you've, you're no longer, yeah. if that makes sense. So, so let, me, let me even go deeper. Um, I've, all of my grandparents have passed away. Mm-hmm. My, mom, my mom and dad, um, both their parents have all, all passed away. Okay. I remember my, my dad's mum my dad's my dad's dad as well my granddad and grandma they were hilarious people yeah but i only remember them while they were old so i, I don't have stories of when they were 20 30 doing this looking cool and that i only remember them as when they were quite fairly old sure so when i heard the stories of my granddad 
I was just like, oh, why? Why haven't I heard these stories before? Yeah, yeah, and it yeah. made me fall in love with him more. Even though at the same time, I'm like, I'll never see that that person again. Sure. But I'm, I'm, I'm in love with the stories. And then I remember, I don't know what age I was, going into my parents' room and seeing a picture of a black woman. And I was like, who is this woman? Mm-hmm. There's no pictures of her anywhere else in the house. There's just one picture of this one woman. Yeah. So I must ask my mum, mum, who's, who's that? And she goes, oh, that's my mum. And I was like, oh, wow. I've never, so my, my mum's mum died when she was young. My mum was like eight or nine. Mm-hmm, okay. So I've never met, I never met her. Um, and all I have of her is a picture, one picture. Um, not multiple pictures, just literally one picture of her. Yeah. In our whole house. Yeah. And that scares me that I one day will just be a picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know, I know that's just, I don't know if I'm thinking too deeply about it. I mean, that's maybe the reality of everyone, but I can't like get over that. Like there's going to come a day when someone says my name for the last time. Well, and that's it. Let, let's, let's lighten it up a little bit. That maybe you can't, man, you, you, you'll, move, you'll move from a picture and then you'll be a hologram. You know, someone will carry you around as a okay. hologram, you know, and you'll be like, oh, I've made it to those years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> it's uh-huh. like, it's like um, yesterday we were amazed, me and my other half, yeah. you know, and the woman of the house, we were amazed because we were looking at these robots that were building houses. Okay. Yeah. And uh, robots were building houses, putting bricks together, and it's like a house is being built in two weeks or something. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the robot is doing in two hours what uh, actual laborers would do in so many days kind of thing, you know? Um, And then she made the comment that actually, have you thought about the things we are going to miss that our children's children will look at and think oh, by the way, that is seemingly so obvious because that's the generation they're growing. That's the time. That's their time, yeah? Yeah. And then we then made the joke that do you remember when Snake first came out on the phones? Oh, wow. Classic. (laughs) You know, we kind of like started reflecting on our moment, you know, like, oh, by the way, there was Snake, you know, kind of thing. So in our conversation, in our reminisce conversation, because this was a moment for us to, oh, let's reminisce, because we have acknowledged that there is the future. Yeah. But then let's also acknowledge our heydays and our yeah, joyous yeah. times that hey you know when up. when you pull out of that nokia whatever three six whatever order and you're pulling out on your plane <laughs> snake, 10, yeah, 32 yeah, 10 and days. all them things isn't it <laughs> and you're even further than that and you're playing snake on it you know and that was the game of the nowadays someone does not have the same game as you on you know you'll never encounter the game snake was so simple such a simple game yes <laughs> Yes. <laughs> which which caused hours and hours of fun. Oh, fun, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Snake, Tetris. You know? <laughs> Tetris was another one of that, like, actually. Yeah. It's like, uh, m- my children were seeing Super Mario advert. And I'm yeah. like, nah, you guys don't know Super Mario. Yeah, like, it's been, it's been yeah, spoiled, yeah. you know, it's been whatever. But then I realized that I'm judging it from my generation, from yeah. my perspective. And for them, their perspective, this is their perspective. So I understand the connection with legacy i can yeah. understand the connection with um continuity of life yeah, yeah. beyond you you know i don't think i am worried Con- i'm for me it does not disturb me 
Okay. For me, it's the termination point that sometimes I'm like, okay, what will it be like? You know, that's why I often... For the actual point of death. Yeah, that's why I often okay. put it as in a transition. Because, you know, if we go into the Newton's aspects and we go into these laws of physics, you know, energy is neither destroyed or whatever. <laughs> you know, I, I then put on just my science mind. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's like we're just transferring to somewhere. And at one point I went through this phase of yeah. actually maybe the energy in space is who we are. You know, okay. <laughs> kind of thing. We're gonna we're gonna need to have another conversation about that soon because <laughs> it's, it's kind of some things I think about anyway. Yeah. Anyway, so those That's are things that one. for me there was. But then I then pull back and continuously reflect on legacy, and reflect on what am I leaving behind? You know, how am I instilling myself in my children so that when they do something, they're like, "That was my dad." Does that yeah, facts. Because my that's one of the things that they my everyone says about me. Oh, D, you look just like your mum. You look just like your mum. Or the way I behave, they'd be like, oh, you just act like your dad, but you yeah, act exactly yeah. like your dad. You just joke like your dad, mm-hmm. this, that, and the other. Yeah. And I think that's a lovely thing to have those um, kind of marks on me, you yeah. know? Those kind of reminiscence of my, my parents. And I want that in my children. Mm-hmm. Like everybody sees my children, they're like, oh, they just just like you, Dean. Yeah, yeah. And I love that. Yes, yes. I absolutely love that. Yeah. Um, and I want all my good attributes to go on them. On them. You know what I mean? For me, the really mind-blowing point that I'm experiencing at the moment. Yeah. I think it started like a week and a half ago. So one of the things that I do with my children is that they have to be my wake-up call. So when they wake up and I'm not yet up, they have to come and give me that morning hug and we talk about the night and, you know, how did everyone sleep and kind of thing. So my son is starting to be more or deeper aware. So when he comes and gives me that hug, He's starting to recognize that actually he can hear my heartbeat. Yeah, yeah. So he then talks about, oh, I'm hearing yeah. your heartbeat. And I'm like, okay, you're hearing my life. Yeah. You know, and then we try to be a bit philosophical, a bit whatever. You know, so because I'm like, this is a chance for me to put in something into him, something for him to cherish that. No, I, I, I had daddy's life. Does that make sense? You know, I had, I know what daddy's life sounded like. Yeah. Because he could hear my heartbeat. Yeah. You know, and so at the moment, that's one of the things that's really humbles me so much. So since you just talked about your children, has yes. has your children got a concept of death? Yes. Okay. But it's it's still very young you know, because um, the ultimatum of it, I don't think they've really, uh, but I also don't want them to grip it early because they're both very, they think a lot. If that makes sense, okay. that potentially, if they start trying to, I think they will be. They are too young to reflect and come to terms with the that end point. Yeah, yeah, I think so. They, although, they, yeah, although they are aware of it, I I try to discourage them heavily thinking about it because they are very deep thinkers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think my my children don't necessarily know the concept of death, even though they do. They are. They're aware of it, but they don't. They don't know it fully. Sure. Um, definitely in terms of like insects. Okay. okay. Like insects get killed around me. Anytime there's an insect, I'm gonna kill it. You know what I mean, whereas <laughs> whereas their mother might just you know try and get it in this piece of paper and throw it outside. And yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Man, I'm uh, getting my slipper and I'm smacking it. There's billions of that. That, yeah, that you know one life. <laughs> Is that what they're all about? <laughs> But those things. So they might have some similar kind of concepts of okay. that. Okay. Well, for me, it's the, um, well, so my little one, my young, the girl, um, she's eight. So right now, Easter was a very challenging time for us. Okay. 
this chocolate business and all that yeah. stuff, you know. Because did I tell you? I think I shared that they went and started orangutans, and orangutans being, uh, you know, they are losing their habitat and they are dying away, kind of. Oh, thing. sorry, you did, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. So now she's and she's holding true that a hey, chocolate and all that. So we managed to convince her that hey, there's a certain joy into a little bit, but then she's now reversing us back to. No, it has to be chocolate without palm oil, chocolate without whatever, because we need to, we need to represent and be part of exactly. Yeah, yeah. So she has a certain awareness of reduction in number, the loss of things, and things like that, and yeah. she's eager to not be part of, not to be, not to feel I'm contributing to this. Yeah, yeah. You know, so we are we are continuously looking for chocolate that does not. Okay, the okay. things that have palm oil, you know. The the enlightenment that your children give you is amazing. Yeah. And how much they stick to it. So that's that's dope. I love yeah. that. I love the whole idea of that. So let's let's talk more about death. Yeah. <laughs> uh, have we finished legacy? <laughs> We've not, but we'll we go back to it. Okay. I think in ter- in terms of legacy then, let's stay there for a second. Yeah. Um one of the things that I think was amazing in terms of legacy was Colby and Chadwick. So when Chadwick Boseman passed away, yeah. we talked they talked about how he had cancer. And yet he was like working like a normal man. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't like making people feel sorry for his cancer. Yes. Even in the midst of him filming these great films, yes. he had it and was struggling with it quietly and didn't need to didn't I think tell for me the world. it is that connection that humbled me more about Chadwick. Yeah. The aspect of recognition of the trials of life yeah. and the creation of legacy. Yeah, yeah, you that's know, good. That this is a man who is experiencing the what ended up taking his life. Yeah. But in that, while he's walking that path, he's still creating and giving himself the opportunity yeah. to create legacy, to kind of like, no, remember me. One thing I saw him, he had, I saw a, I don't know what I saw on either YouTube or something, but Kevin Hart, okay. um, Kevin Hart had gone to him and said, look, I've got this film idea. Like you, me and you would be great. Let's do this film. Mm-hmm. Thinking that he, like Kevin was trying to say like, yeah, let's just get him. He's like, he's big, he's huge, huge yes, name. Yes. Like he's black on black. We're both famous. Let's just make a great film. Have both our names on it. It'll be great. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. Um, And I saw the video of Chadwick and he, 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 he pitched the idea to him. Chadwick was like, yeah, okay. Well, um, I don't want to just say yes. Yeah. So let me, just give me some time to think about it. Sure. Um, And I'll get back to you. Um, and then and, I, and Kevin didn't know he was dying didn't mm-hmm. know didn't know he had cancer or nothing about it yeah. and to me from my side of the fence I'm looking over it and I'm like yeah he's doesn't matter how famous Kevin is yeah, yeah. like is this film worth me doing mm-hmm. is it worth me doing a year of my life on this film when I may not have long left yes yes what does this film do for me yes I think I think it was just a comedy film that he just wanted to get Chadwick in Chadwick was like let me think about it and really, he's probably like, is this film going to add to my legacy? Or to take my away? legacy, exactly. You know I mean? you know, is it worth my is, time? Is it, is it a spark? Is it a, you know, a fire that is yeah. going to kind of like... And I think that is where, for me, my efforts are. That what my actions are need to be not just a spark, but need to be of significant impact to whether it is the, you know, Christmas tree that we put up, yeah. you know, with my children, or to... We are on the beach, and oh, we are just taking a walk in the trees. Yeah, Does yeah. that make sense? That that those moments have got to have a certain weight. That my my son said something, and I was like, "Wow, I think I'm doing it right." You know, when you when you get that kind of a, a bit of 
satisfaction to yeah. think that you're doing it right. So for so long, we were so into, no, every, whatever we had time, we go out and just walk in trees and try and climb trees and do whatever, you know. And then it pecked off a little bit. Yeah. And then my son came and told me that actually, dad, this has pecked off, you know. I miss the times when we did this more often, more than what we are doing it now. I was like, wow, actually this I introduced to you and you are able to come and voice that, no, I'm realizing you're pecking off this and yeah, without yeah. you, I cannot achieve it. So I then have to pull up my game and say, okay, I realize that this is important to my son and I have to impact this on him because next time he's talking about it, it will be what I did with dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? Perfect. You know, that is that is the imprint of legacy that we need to be able to put into each and everything and do in life. So when you're working, you need to be able to live like that's how Mr. Henry used to do yeah, it. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. No, I like it. I like it. I think for, for me that in, in terms of all of my it's it's not necessarily driven by the fact that I'm gonna die one day. Yeah. But now I think about it, it, it does have an impact. So in terms of the people that come into relationship with me. I'm always thinking, I'm trying to not impress them, but I'm trying to give them a good representation, show them a good representation of myself. Sure. So whether that's, they can say, oh, I met him. Yeah, he, you know, he's a nice guy. Or at least, oh, he tried to make me laugh. He's not that funny, but he thinks he's funny. Ha ha ha. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Some kind of positive feedback when they come in contact with me. And that could just be, and the underlining truth is that I'm going to die one day, so I want to make some kind of legacy. Mm-hmm. One of the things that happened, I've seen a number of deaths from out my short life. Um, and I say deaths in terms of people that I've known, I've been able to come in contact with that have passed away. Mm-hmm. Some of them were young friends. So like I, remember, I remember the first time a young, young, young friend of mine passed away um, in a car crash. New Year, I think it was Christmas Eve or New Year's Eve, around that period of time, years, a couple of years ago. And it shook me to my core. Okay. I was like, wait, I just saw him two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. I saw I saw him at McDonald's and I hadn't seen him for ages and we were chatting about oh yeah man oh you've got music you do music Nadine yeah my mom, I, I got your music I was playing it the other day yeah yeah blah 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 and I was just like wow he's gone and it shook me to my core so I even went to um the place where he died he died at a roundabout and I went to this roundabout and I was just sat down on this roundabout just think seeing all the flowers that were there yeah yeah and I was just like my mind was completely blown like he's my age we're not supposed to die he who was here. And that's that's crazy. Um, how, how do you, how do you come to terms with that? I don't even know if I really have. So I mean, for me personally, I've got I compartmentalize a lot of things. Sure. So there's some things I just try not to think about. Okay. And that's probably one of them. Mm-hmm. Whenever I see, whenever I see his mum, and I rarely see his mum around, but whenever I see his mum, it just it, it that physically makes me tearful. I mean, physically, I physically feel what the weight of him yeah, not being yeah, here. Yeah. Even though he's, he's been gone for years and years, but the weight on me when I, when I hear well, it, that's part, but that's partly the legacy me. he's yeah. left, you know, and I think it's holding it with pride. It's yeah. holding it with that actually I am holding this man's legacy, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Uh, every person every person holds a certain portion of legacy. Yeah. So I think for me, because legacy is quite critical and important to you, yeah. hold that man's legacy and have that pride in the fact that you're holding his legacy. I was, I was thinking about how um, this week, I was thinking about how all of humanity is interconnected. Yeah. We're all connected with one another to the point where you don't realise 
like a friend, I say a friend, but he, he was a good friend of mine. He was a youth leader in my church, a guy who I loved dearly, like amazing human being that passed away. And I didn't see him the week he died. Uh-huh. Like he was, he was passing. We knew it was going to happen. And I, I was just scared to see him. Okay. Like, and I, and, and, and it, to this day, that's probably, I don't know if it's the biggest regret, but it's at least top three, one of the biggest regrets of my life. That you cut I didn't, your... I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't go back, go to see him when he was passing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just knew, I knew he was passing. I knew, he, like, I just thought, oh, people don't want to see you. You don't want to see me, does he? He doesn't really want to see, and I know he probably did want to see me. Okay. And that hurts me to this day. And what hurts me f- the most is knowing that, because, like, he passed away so many years ago, and I'm still thinking about him, still talking about him, still breaking jokes about him. Yeah. And I'm like, I've lost some of myself. And what yes. I mean by that is, I will never, ever again be able to hear his voice yeah, yeah, and yeah. respond how I normally would respond with him. Uh-huh. Like for example, if he would say a joke, now his jokes aren't the greatest. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. why I laugh. Because yeah. his jokes weren't the greatest. Like but he'd try, this, yeah? he'd try and be cool, yeah? Uh-huh. Joke is, how he's probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. He thought, <laughs> bless him, he was old, but he thought he was cool and he was hip and he was down with the kids. Okay, it? okay. And he was, he was to some extent, man. I love he him to death. He was down with the kids. But, I will never be able to respond. Yeah. So that part of me is gone. Like, yeah, I'll yeah. never be able to respond when he's the way he, he would bring out of me. Yeah, yeah. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, yeah. No one else on earth can bring out what he brought out of me. Yes, yes. So I've lost that part of me. But that's, that's, that's the connection. Of, that's, that's the connection. That's the connection that that's, that's about. The, when I was talking about interconnection, that's the, what I'm talking about. Like, I, a part of me is forever changed because like, I can't physically be with that person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The same thing, like if anyone else passed away, you may not even notice it, but I'm never going to be able to... Um, see that person and respond how I used to mm-hmm. respond. And I think this is the con- this is the requests that most people have with keeping the queen in our mind, in our thoughts. Yeah. Because someone who has been near around her for 73 years or something of yeah, that yeah, sort yeah. has now Passed departed. Away. Yeah. You know? So how does she come to terms with that part that she's she can never tune mm. into, you know, the, you know, my quirkiness and, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. you will laugh at it. Oh, I will laugh because you stood up in the chair and you complained and you've always complained about that for yeah. 60 years. That's a, this, this chair or something, does that make sense? I'm trying to visualize. <laughs> yeah, <for sure>. my, <laughs> gra- my, grams, yeah, my grams used to do this thing. Oh, my days. I love him to death. <laughs> he was, my granddad, yeah. Sometimes he, like, if you're just sitting out in there, yeah, yeah. just unbuckle his, his uh, trays and just relax, yeah? <laughs> oh, okay. You know, like, after you just eating some food, yeah, let me just get some space. Let me, let me get it. Bottom, it's, it's trying to top bottom off yeah. and he just relax yeah and then when it's time to get up either go toilet or just go to the kitchen or whatever man, yeah. he just stand up how he is yeah, yeah. <laughs> just grab his trousers and walk yeah and I'd be like <laughs> I'd be like granddad you got a belt man just put your belt on it yeah. nah. don't worry about me man don't worry about the important <laughs> things like, in life is <laughs> hey, oh my days I'll never be able to respond the same way I did it that's yeah. yeah just yeah man yeah, but yeah, this right, is, yeah, I think right. this is the beauty and the joys of reflecting and being able to resurrect that that each person lives in you. Yeah. Like I'll give an example. One of the persons that I celebrate, one of the past people's lives I celebrate a lot, yeah. was one of the people that I used to support. A gentleman uh, died fairly young. He was in his 40s kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But this gentleman, um, he had very limited speech. Okay. He, he's... Um, his 
functioning level was i would say about a six year old six seven year old kind of thing um but he didn't he left a mark on each and every staff member that worked with him and a positive mark yeah yeah that everything that that was challenging about this man to support Mm. he still left a very positive mark because of the continuous sparks of his joy and his pureness in life yeah? yeah that this is a man that you would go and work with and you're like okay he's having a challenging day and you go through the challenging day with him and you're like oh my god it's been a really challenging day yeah but then tomorrow you can't wait to go back and support this man yeah you know okay. because because he will go and cheer you up you're in the middle you're in the middle of the streets and i'm going to say out of celebration for those people that know him they will acknowledge him you're in the middle of the street and the man wants to give a bump he wants to give a a bump so you hold and you jump up hey, okay. hey, you know randomly kind of thing so he taught me the freedom of achieving what you want to achieve yeah. regardless of what is around you yeah if it makes sense okay you know because uh, no i feel like a bump let's give a bump give a bump you're in the middle of town you know yeah. and everyone will stop and just look at you guys and like okay what's this yeah, yeah. but i'm like actually i don't care because of the joy that we were getting out yeah, of this yeah, yeah. you know uh, we're giving a bump and he used to love inviting old ladies home for a cup of tea yeah you know he, he's <laughs> like each old lady was his friend yeah he walks in t- he walks wherever you're in town somewhere else and he's like okay oh oh that's my friend you know you come at home I have a cup of tea yeah and I okay you know <laughs> let's see how that goes you know and this was just the purity of him you know was yeah. amazing and for those people that uh you know I know we've got some listeners that will that know who I'm, okay. who I'm talking about you know uh we we still celebrate this man yeah when we meet some some of our conversations end up the way the gentleman because yeah, we're like yeah. yeah we are connected isn't Those it and times, this man yeah, yeah. this man connects us you know and we're like yeah out of celebrate i'm like you know what irrelevant of who we are in life yeah. we should leave a positive mark on who we come in contact yeah, with because this man showed me this yeah you know with what most people would seem would seem as limited yeah with his limited ability to interact to connect to the world yeah. from our perspective he still left he connected he with connected each and everyone who came into his world so this is legacy i'm like wow yeah man we we, we all need a legacy for real. i really i really feel like a legacy it gives you something to fight for yeah yeah it gives you something to live for um because when you because when you can get trapped in this roller coaster of a life this hamster wheel of a life where you're just doing the same things over and over again and you're not really living you're just existing mm-hmm. but i think those kind of legacy desires those kind of leave your mark on the world that you'll kind of give to somebody give an impression or an imprint on somebody's life i think that's that's really that's what makes life worth living that's what yes yeah, yeah you know that's what brings value to people yeah let's talk about some other stuff go on um i grew up in church you did i said that already yeah two scriptures that comes to my mind when we talk about death here hopefully my listeners won't mind me talking about a scripture or two go on uh, revelations 21 verse 4 says about he will wipe every tear from their eyes there will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain for the old order of things has passed away i remember being a youngster thinking imagine what life would be like if nobody died like we were just forever good like and healthy 
and just existing. Okay. So you're talking about heaven. Well, I'm just I'm just talking about an imagination <laughs> I had when I was a kid. Okay. And I and I thought, wow, these these are things that people strive for, especially specifically religiously. There is a you, you talked about it earlier, transitioning. Yes. You talked about how um energy doesn't disappear, it just transfers. And that's that's kind of some people's hope. One of the ways that they overcome the whole idea of one day I will die is okay, one day there will be something else. Sure. Yeah? Sure. Um and that's something to think about. Like, let's supp- let me supplement here a little bit. I've got a friend who yep. told me what their wish is, and apparently there is a place where they bury, they cocoon, they cocoon you, and bury you and plant a tree above you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that you nourish that tree. No, I've heard those that stories. Yeah. yeah, kind of thing. And I was like, okay, I'm intrigued to find out whether that's something. How would I feel if that's what I wanted to, uh, so that your body nourishes the tree? Yeah, yeah. You know, and then in a sense, you're giving life to, um, you know, that that has continuously kind of like I'm not sure about that. Yeah, you know, I'm not sure about um, how whether I, that is the way I want to transition into the next energy. So into is, your physical body. Yeah, basically, you know, that's good. That's good. So it, it's it's there's a lot of ways in which. We need to think about okay. So can I can I just get something deep? Can I go, go on. deep on you for a second? That has been the natural order of things. Yes. So you've heard you've heard people say at funerals, or you may not have heard it. Maybe on in movies you've heard about um from from the earth we came, from the earth we shall go back. Yes, yes. Or dust of the dust of the earth, or whatever it is. The whole idea is that this physical body is made up of the nutrients from the food from the death of other human beings yeah. and other creatures. Yeah. Meaning when your physical body decomposes, it goes back into the, depending on if you have a coffin or this or the other, but naturally it physically goes back into the same soil to nurture the same soil that brings forth food. That's right. That food, which is eaten by animals or eaten by humans and therefore gets into their physical body or the minerals from the, from those foods, those food or the vegetables or the animals that, that passed away or that you're eating, goes into your body. So your physical body is interconnected with so many lives yes, yes. that are passed on before you. Yes, and that's deep. So the same that's way you're thinking about how your same body could give you that, that energy to the tree, well, it has been doing that no, I for hundreds and hundreds of years. I understand But we may that. not have thought about this in terms of, as the Western world is very individualized in their self-focus, yes. our yes. self-ego, me, me, me. Yeah. But naturally, you are only here because of the death and life of so many other That's creatures right. and right. humans that have existed. Mm-hmm. No, I fully understand That's that. Deep. I think it was the singularity connection between me and the tree that I was like, yeah. hmm, I'm not really sure about, you know, kind of thing. Because then, like, for example, I'm more at peace with my body and the world and, like, actually... I'm planted in a grass field and I'm feeding a hand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm that. more at peace with that than actually I'm just the one tree that kind one of tree, I'm yeah. nourishing just I don't know, yeah. it doesn't make sense. No, no, I hear you, you know? I hear you. Uh, I hear you. There is multiplica- there is that multiplication effect yeah. of actually, yeah, you know, my presence and then I'm on the Serengeti or something. Yeah, yeah. And the and the you know, boars or something are passing and then the crocodile <laughs> so, might get so, one the line. <laughs> so would you would you ever think of I don't know if you ever have thought about this, but um being Ash being turned into ashes and just get thrown over. No, I've not thought about. I've not. No, no I don't. Because for me, that that breaks me down too quickly. Okay, does that make sense? That then I'm I'm over spread out 
yeah without necessarily having a direct critical impact that that's the way like for example when i see it in the movies okay we've gone we've cremated this person and then yeah. we are pouring in on the water and i'm like you've for me that is almost rushing me to the termination point you know that that <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah. finish line finish line Particularly, whereas yeah, yeah. i could have been part of life more and more like i said put me on the serengeti <laughs> someone um someone text someone text me and then got i got a phone call from somebody yeah i loved one i ain't gonna say her name um and she and she was telling me her funeral plans okay and i was like what what are you telling me your funeral plans he goes yeah yeah, yeah dean I've, i've done it i've done it already this is what a program's gonna look like this is this, this, this the um this is what you're going to do you're going to carry the coffin yeah. you and these three people you need to find these three people yeah because if you don't know where they are you need to make sure they're you there, to make sure they're there. i'm like what are you passing away is everything all right and she's uh-huh. like no no i'm fine yeah i just want to i just, just want to make sure i'm prepared isn't it yeah, so yeah she planned her whole funeral and i was like she's probably got another 30 40 34 <laughs> years left <laughs> one, on one it. of the coffin so carriers like, might not don't might worry. go before you exactly she goes dean if i go make sure these people are carrying my coffin. I'm like, darling, go to sleep. <laughs> You've got another 30 years. Don't yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. But I think it's critical for us <laughs> to be in tune with that. Like you said, the one thing we are guaranteed. Yeah. One of our promises is, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, and being a, a friend of mine sent me some interesting, funny quotes, you know, like thoughtful quotes. Yeah, yeah, and okay. at the end of all of them, it was a quote about death. That we, we stand on the ground, yeah? yeah? The ground on which we stand and step on, yeah. at one point, will be our roof. Deep. Does that make sense? Yeah, deep. You know, deep. and I'm like, okay, for real, you know, because this is where we stand, this is where we, whatever, we, we, it's, it's the ground, but at one point, it will be our roof. That's deep. Yeah, that is deep, that's, isn't it? That's very deep. <laughs> so, you know, so this, these are things that we are kind of like conversing on. And it's us coming to terms with certain things and being able to say, yeah, you know, this is who I am and what am I living and how am I, how am I transitioning, you know? Yeah, facts. And if I'm transitioning, am I transitioning on the Serengeti, like I've said, or am I transitioning because I want to be the ash or is someone else transitioning? Because for them, they might feel that peace in the fact that I'm nourishing that tree. Yeah, my body is nourishing the tree. Like there's, like there's, there's more, there's more to it. No, yeah, that's good. I like it. Well, I like. It. I think that's dope. <laughs> <laughs> so don't, don't start thinking. Why is this woman planning a coffin? No, uh, actually, and yours carrying the coffin. It's actually a good thing. My grand, my granddad also bought his um, planned his. I think he planned his funeral, but actually bought his um plot. Bought his plot years ago. Yeah, quite um, a lot of people have. So I was just like, wow, that's they're really like kind of accepting the fact that we're going to die, isn't it? But, but it's, there's, it's, there's it's a, a there's promise a, that there's, will a, come. there's a tiny part of me that they're going to be able to, um, just thinking, oh, they might be able to take my consciousness uh-huh. from me and then put it into like a robot. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Now that's the modern ass. Because you know what? I also have that one. It's like, I'm one of those people that would love to live forever. I don't know, man. I don't know if I would like to live forever. I'd, me, I'd like to live for a long time. For me, the reason why, yeah, maybe the long term yeah. is the more ideal way of saying it. Yeah. Because of my mind. Okay. I want to see, I want to be, oh, spark, want to beam up. Yeah. Does that make sense? 
know, I, <laughs> I, I, I want, Scotty thing, exactly. Yeah? I want to get into that, and then I want to like, okay, now we. Are, oh, by the way, I've got a meeting on Mars, and then tomorrow I'm yeah. leaving wherever. You know, you know what? I'm I'm always. I definitely think that the leaps and bounds of human, um, I don't even know what to say. Like human experiences in like two hundred years, three hundred years, yes. would be incredible. Yeah, in comparison to now, yeah, because, those things I would love to see. And and that's for me. Yeah, yeah. that's 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 my forever moment. Yeah, yeah. You know, I want to be able. To, I imagine sometimes the point at which humanity will disconnect with Earth being home. Yeah. Okay. I don't know whether that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. That someone will be so much in space, so much in whatever, that they'll come, oh, we are hitting Earth. Oh, okay, we're hitting Earth. Yeah. And they don't connect that actually, my ancestors and ancestors and ancestors. Be, yeah, this is where we're from. <laughs> this is where we're from. Yeah, you know? Because. Yeah, yeah. And, and do you know what? Me, say, if we would have said that years and years ago, people would have thought, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's so much of a reality that could be like tomorrow. Even for me, not even if it's like we're not on earth if there's like a new earth or there's like other places that we can inhabit yes not just that but even the whole idea of vr yes yes like virtual reality yes and the whole idea that hey we could just put on these headphones or these masks and be in a different world and that's how we live our lives like we wake up we put these headphones these headphones and these glasses on and then we just live out in a virtual world and truthfully virtual at one point i envisioned death being that oh death being like that okay as in because I'm still conscious. Because, yeah. like for example, when you dream, yeah, we know we dream, yeah, yeah, and yet that happens when we are asleep. Okay, like we need to, we need to have one of these episodes. We're gonna have an episode on consciousness, on consciousness. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I can't tell you too much, <laughs> listeners, <laughs> listeners. There's something coming. Okay, okay. Your boy, the King Dean Marvin Henry, has actually got something it's, coming. It's gonna, it's gonna but I can't, definitely. I can't tell but for you me, just those yet. are the things that anyway. intrigue me. You know that when I think about my existence, yeah. I think about my existence beyond my flesh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that makes sense, you know that. What is it that I'm loving I'm this talk, you know. I don't think you realize like this, this these three, this what last two months, that's yeah. been my thought pattern. Oh, for real. But anyway, we get for this. Real. We get for that. real. Yeah. So, so, that's amazing. Go on. go on. No, you go. No, on. I was gonna I was gonna say one more verse because I know we, we were talking about um I was kind of quoting scriptures. Yeah. Psalms 23, when it talks about, and this is how I live my life in, okay. to some extent. Um it talks about, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art for thou, with me. Yeah. I rod thy staff, comfort me. And I saw all of this whole idea of walking through the valley of the shadow of death. Mm-hmm. Like at one point, I thought death was after me to uh-huh. the point where I thought, oh, I'm going to die soon. Yeah, yeah. I generally had conversations with people like, oh man, I hope you guys are going to be all right, man. I don't know what's going to happen in the next few years. I just mm-hmm. feel like I'm going to die. And that was shortly after my car crash. So I had this huge car crash. Doctors said like, they don't understand how any of us survived. All three of us survived. Someone should have died in that car. If you'd have seen the car, you would have been your mind would have been blown. Yeah. I think he was on the front page of the local paper um, saying how like, miracle survivors, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and one cat life was taken there. That's it, yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I feel like I've been, like death was chasing me after a okay. number of years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember what that film's called, but I literally thought that death was chasing me like I'm supposed to die soon. But mm-hmm. anyway, I'm still alive and kicking. That's it. But um, So I, when I talk about this, that scripture, I talk about the shadow of death because yes. I felt like death was just... A, creeping on me at right yeah, every yeah. moment and you know interestingly i think a lot of people get those moments yeah where they feel like there is a certain shadow that is you know either walking alongside or they are slightly ahead of it but they still feel it you know yeah and 
or maybe it's just me, but some of the people I've discussed, I've talked to, yeah. you've also just shared that the, we've had those moments where I feel like, whoa, there's okay. this, there is this shadow, there is this, you know, thing that is, I just feel like potentially, if I do not keep running, or if I do not keep moving, yeah. something is taking me, is there's yeah. a force pulling me, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's the same thing that in terms of when my, when my grandmother passed away, my thought was, oh, granddad's gonna, granddad's gonna pass away soon. Mm-hmm. Like, there's this. It's, some people say that there's a connection between when a husband and wife, or like, when, oh, yeah, when one yes. of them passes away, the other one passes away. I just thought, oh, that's gonna happen. And sure enough, like a couple number of years later, um, he did pass away. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, oh, wow, there's, there's, there's so much connection between them. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. let's let's continue this conversation. Let's continue. Let's talk about um, traditions. So, is there any traditions in terms of maybe funerals? or in death that um, that you're aware of? So my second real connection with death yep. that I had um, was there was this gentleman that passed away and I was one of those people that was nominated to quotes, quotes, wash his face. Okay. Yeah. So you go in, you... Is that whatever. back home? Was that here? Yeah, yeah, back that side. So, yeah. um, so you then have to wash this person's face. But then remember, this is me still grappling with death. There's not been conversations around this yeah, thing, yeah. you know, and I'm kind of like really concerned. I, I don't know how to take it, you know, and then I have to now go touch his body and I was so scared because I do not know that situation of, is he going to wake up? Is he not yeah, going to yeah. wake up? Am I doing it wrong? Am I going to hurt him? Am yeah, I going to, you yeah, know, yeah. all those things were in my mind, that you know, I was real. like, That's okay. Yeah. So there is that, um, we traditionally we celebrate death as in we celebrate the life that yes. has been yeah, yeah you know so it's not that we celebrate death but we celebrate the life that has been you know and uh people get drunk at the you know barrier points yeah. and people like sometimes some people fall into the, <laughs> the oh, really? you know like oh so you like if there was someone that fell in and they had to put it like ah, ah that one yeah, wanted yeah. to take you with him yeah. <laughs> no you were best friends or something wow okay yeah. so, so we we've got a tradition in jamaican, in jamaican culture is called nine night where okay. we would just um Throughout the night, we would um, drink. Normally, it's at the person's house, yeah, or the close relatives. Um, you go to the house, and everyone would be there. Yeah, you eat, you drink, you talk, you chat, you probably share stories. Um, you party to some extent. Then there's a funeral shortly after, mm-hmm. but that'd be throughout the night. Sure. So it's not you don't you don't it's not like a oh you stop at eight o'clock no you yeah, go throughout yeah. the night you just no one turn off the music yes, yes. everyone just does their thing yeah. we have something similar where we basically you're taking care of the person because okay. they're no longer able to take care of themselves yeah, yeah. so you're taking care of the, their body basically yeah. you know but also it comes with some um, traditional things where they can only go in specific houses okay. you know like for example if it is a child they cannot go into the parents house you know so the body cannot go into the parents house okay. so either it stays on the uh, corridor on the veranda or something of that sort you know and people then take care of us especially oh, like stay, the siblings it stays, it stays outside of the house yeah yeah especially like the sibling. the okay. body cannot so it can be in the coffin it can be whatever but it yeah. cannot enter the house depending yeah. if it's like the parents house mm. or there's those small small kind of like quirky yeah. things that they do so then 
either the relative brothers, sisters or whatever, then like, okay, we're out. Everyone else can come, if especially for those people who do not have um, like, oh, we've got different homesteads that we can yeah. take the body to because that person is related to this person kind of thing. You know, then that body has to stay outside. So the night, 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 like you call it, that one takes place because then, oh, by the way, that's my sister. We are all, and then people come as many as possible because we are taking care of, you know, we are taking care of this body. And then we move it to the burial site, you know, after that. How how far how far after the, um, the person's passed away do you go to the burial? It's varying. It depends because there's a religion side of it. You know, like, yeah. for example, with the uh, Muslims, I think it has to be within 24 hours or something of that sort. So do you, do you guys have anything where you... So, for example, here, the body stays at the house for... It depends on how long you call the coroner. They come and confirm the death. Yes. Um, and they take the body away. Yeah. So you don't have that much long with it. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. whereas I don't know if that's where, depending on where 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 you're from. Yeah, traditionally, do they do they just say okay, they acknowledge it's death. Someone comes to sign a certificate. Death Sometimes even that's just, not even signed until okay. three weeks later. You okay. know, you've already buried. <laughs> yeah, okay. sometimes. Yeah. So it depends on how the fa- the family wants to keep. Yeah, uh, how long and who's coming? Who's coming from where? And who's you know yeah, people have sure. traveled so far and things like that. You know, because yeah. there's certain people where. Out of respect, that person has got to see the body before it's buried. Yeah, for sure. You know, no, so no, um, and also it depends how far the body is going to travel, because people have gone to like let's let me call it the city, and yet they have to be buried. It's seldom are people buried in the city if they are not from the city. Yeah, they're usually buried from their cultural. Well, to origins. be honest, in Jamaica we've got um a plot of land yes. at the house, um the prominent houses that we've got in Jamaica, and that's where there's a number of. Uh, burial graves so i say graves yes in the courtyard mm-hmm. of the house okay and it's just like all right yeah just bury this person over there this person over there this person over there and it's just like generations back we've had yes, this, yes. this house has been in the family for years so yeah you just see a number of um yeah interestingly uh, of, often for uh most of the african communities will actually bury at the back of the house yeah that's what we're starting to do house. we used to do it at the front Okay. No, they're starting to tell everyone to do it at the back. Okay, yeah, do it at yeah, the back yeah. of the house. Uh-huh. I, don't, I don't know if they've done any in the last recent years, but yeah, since yeah. I've been here, yeah. I haven't been back home for it, uh-huh. about at least three, four years yeah. now. Yeah, so often it's at the back of the house and a couple's buried next to each other and yeah. things like that. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. if someone dies before the other person, there is a space left specifically because. On top or beside? No, beside. Okay. Besides, yeah, the person. So often you'll see that there is double graves and then there is graves behind. So generational barrios are kind of yeah. like carried out that way i like the idea one of the tra- traditions that we do in jamaica in caribbean homes in the uk is that we mold the mold the grave okay so whereas um maybe some traditional english um funerals they put the they bury the put a casket in the grind say their few words and walk away mm-hmm. and then the actual grave yeah. people just deal yeah. with that the undertakers the undertakers but for us we mold it ourselves mm-hmm. and i lo- like when that first happened i loved that yeah, yeah. Just, it, everyone would just sing hymns sing church choruses and we'd get our shovels and we just we just oh yes, mate, yes i absolutely love those moments yeah yeah the connection you have the connectivity and to some extent it's the how would i say it? it's it's settled yes yeah it's, it's, it's the calm goodbye yeah, it's it's the official. Okay, they they've gone. Yeah, like it's not it's not. Oh, are they still alive? Is it this that the other? For some reason, when I was molding when I was molding the graves, putting the dirt in, 
in the hole and I was filling it up and I was singing along to the, those those kind of the, the, the Christian songs yeah. and the church songs. I was just like, yeah, man, they lived a good life. This mm-hmm, part they've mm-hmm, passed on. Mm-hmm. And for some of us, if they grew, for, specifically for those that grew up in church and grew up under these traditions, we're just like, Christianity says there is something else. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? That this it's not over. There shall be a there shall be a resurrection in Christian terms. Mm-hmm. Um and I loved I loved just loved how it put a real full stop. You've molded the ground, you've got the flowers in place, you take your pictures. You've yeah, been part of settled, building that final resting place. Yeah. You know, that, that there is a certain power in that. Yeah. You know, and that, that happens as well, you know. So maybe because yes, nowadays there is more quotes quotes affluent people that they, yeah. it's now a job you know and i put the affluent in in really yeah. big quotes you know yeah because a lot of people still appreciate the okay who are the diggers of the grave yeah out of respect as well you know who are the diggers or so you and you and you because this is the position you hold this is the position you hold you are the people to dig the grave yeah you know and then after that okay everyone will come and mold the grave and do whatever and then who are the people to finish off the grave yeah you know the closest knit family then really pay closer attention to how Facts. we're finishing off this grave Facts. and then after that you come and uh, nowadays people then will concrete the grave and put whatever and make a good design and, but it's the household itself that yeah. is doing that yes they've started inviting people because oh we don't have the skills because often then it's like okay looking it's not all polished up but nowadays people want to tile the graves and do whatever no yeah yeah we know. do that in jamaica we, we in Jamaica, we do that. We add the concrete and we um seal it, seal it, and make it look pretty. Yes. In the UK, I just love the way that we just mold it with the mud, all the dirt. Yes. And then put the flowers on top. Sure. And then just make it look pretty. Say our final things, and then we just we move yeah, off. For yeah. me personally, I just think that's a great tradition to have. It is. It is. Yeah. And it's, it's again, it's just the the icing on the cake that is done. Yeah. 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 I love that. Absolutely love it. Yeah. Well, yeah. What about yourself? Have you written a will yet? Uh, yes, yeah. How can you not write? You've written a will, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You have to write. It's it's How ever changing. Did you write a will? It's ever changing. Yeah, <laughs> because life is changing, you know. But at the same time, it's like, for example, life insurance and all these things. Yeah, you have to think about these so, things and commit to them. I, I, I think my child, my my eldest was two. Uh huh. When I got life insurance, I felt I don't I don't know why I just got life insurance because life insurance was so well, I know why I got it. Sorry. Yeah, but. <laughs> I just, I just never thought I'd have it when I was a kid. Okay. And now I'm grown. I'm just like, wow, I've got life insurance, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every month I'm just seeing that come out. I'm just like, wow, life <laughs> insurance. And I feel good about it to the sense where if anything was to happen to me, I'm glad that I've made a little bit of preparation for yes, them. Yes, yes, yes. You know, there's other things, stuff that I'm doing that's going to hopefully benefit them as well. But yeah. I just thought, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I've grown up. <laughs> Caps on, I've grown up, man. I'm a grown up now. You have grown up. You've got life insurance. I got life insurance, man. Will? Have you done the will? I haven't done a will yet. Oh, for you need to up to them things. Well, I, I don't know if I need to do a will because I don't yeah. really have loads and loads of things to give off. You'll be amazed. Yeah. You'll be amazed. But that's why I said it's ever growing because something comes up and you're like, oh, actually, that really holds. Okay. Yeah, you know, something. Yeah. It, let, me, let me give an example now, you know. There is no one I would love to leave my computer to than my son. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because my son is into his computer thing, and I'm like, yeah, it can give him years of use. With the, we're talking legacies, yeah, yeah, you know. So the fact that he he sees me, oh, daddy's sitting on his screen, he's doing this, while he's doing whatever. Yeah, yeah. I know yeah. the value to mean to him. 
if he's like, oh, I'm now using Dad's computer. Okay, yeah, that's dope. Does that make sense? That's dope. Visitors will come and hey, let's switch and be like, no, 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 not that one. Does yeah. that make sense? So then you're like, actually, yeah, we need to talk about those things. So you you cannot underestimate the value of what it seems trivial to no, you. That's dope. That's around. dope. No, I love that. Yeah. Whereas my daughter would give her whatever makes noise in the house. Yeah. You know, because she's into the let's make noise in the house, let's trash the place (laughs) out kind of thing, you know? And I'll be like, yeah, (laughs) there we go, you know? So it's it's those things that you like. You you definitely need to think about. Because if you think there are certain things that might, that in a sense, let's look at the Duke. What were the things that were, this is his identity? His cape, his hat, whatever. Is it hunting hat and all that stuff? Yeah. And, you know, and his whip and, you know, these were things that rode the chariot. No, that's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah, for real. So you need to get onto this wheel thing. Yeah, possibly, man. Possibly. I know somebody who's actually a wheel writer. I haven't spoken to him for ages, but actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. We just yeah. grew up together, yeah. Uh-huh. I might have to hold him. See what I want. The beauty of talking about death. Yeah, man. I don't know. When we started, I thought this was going to be like a somber, like a real sombering moment. I thought that like, there's going to be like, oh, man, like yeah, yeah. tear jerking things. But yeah. <laughs> we, we, we had it together, man. I'm happy. I'm yeah, happy, for man. real, for real. I think it's a, it's a good, for me, it's a good way of recognizing some of the souls that have transitioned from this earth to yeah. wherever we don't know. You know, because like, for example, one of the people that hurts me a lot Mm-hmm. was Luther Vandross. Okay. Because this is a voice that was hard and that humbled a lot of people. Yeah. But not many people, sometimes you talk and people are like, oh, did he pass away? Yeah. True. You know, and I'm like, oh my God, this is someone that was supposed to leave legacy like no one's business, you know, within our, within our cultural society, you know, within our ethnic, because that soulful voice of his and you're like, oh, okay, how many people have forgotten about? Yeah, but... You know? And I'm like, okay, is is that something that was supposed to have a very long legacy, all of a sudden been forgotten? So music, is it is music no longer creating a legacy that it used to? Does that make sense? Because yeah. people still talk Elvis. Facts, yeah. And yeah, do. So- do the Vandras. When was the last time you heard people talk MJ? Well, to be honest, MJ, I've heard quite a bit. Okay, we, just but in terms of celebration, like actually, yeah, MJ was. I guess because of a little bit of controversy around his name, sure, and people haven't been speaking about. Too but much don't you about think him. he's fading too quickly? I think anybody who's fading is fading too quickly. Because like like MJ would have moments of sparks. Yeah, do you know what I mean at certain times of the year? We'll we'll naturally like it will be an anniversary of something, and we just bring my back up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's that's dope. Like when you when you have moments where you're just reminiscing, you're like, oh yeah, I remember MJ. Oh, I remember this album. Remember this video. Remember this that and the other. And I think yeah. those sparks are great because they, they they will forever be a legacy. And people are always going to be like, oh, have you had more number ones than Michael? Or have yeah, you yeah, done, yeah. Have you done a music video like Michael? Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean, mm-hmm. and artists are still emulating him. So yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah, so we, we need to, how do we define our legacies and what are the things that, for our future sense, what are the things that now really make legacy? Because for me, I'm thinking, or I'm feeling the musical legacies are no longer as long-lasting as they used to be. You know, um, you know Whitney. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. 
they're no longer, their legacies are no longer as long-lasting. Yeah, that's fact. And yet, these are people that influence generations. It's, it's interesting that a number of the things that we've picked up, I don't know if I've checked, but a lot of them are in entertainment or music. Yes, yes. I think that's probably because those are kind of the areas where we get our most joy from. Sure. From things that entertain us. But if you look at this gentleman that was so into uh, astronomy, astrophysics, um, whatever his name is, man had so many years in a wheelchair, Stephen Hawking. Okay. Look, I even have to start looking for his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was not long ago. To be honest, I didn't know he passed away. Legacies are fading very quickly. Wow. Okay, yeah, yeah. You're, that's a good point. That's definitely a good point. Because when life was still going, yeah, people were talking Stephen Hawking. Yeah, I didn't even know he passed away. Because I, I remember him, apparently he was being a huge, huge fan of um, the Big Bang Theory. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember, I think he featured on there, or someone, his voice featured on there, or something like that. So, um, yeah, wow, he's passed away. So I'm hoping for. What? Hoping it doesn't happen anytime soon. Give me at least another forty years, well, fifty years, sixty years. Revelations yeah. coming. No, I'm just thinking. I'm just hoping. I'm thinking that um, when that time comes and I pass away, I'm hoping I've impacted enough people to fill out. Uh, what's the bi- I don't know the biggest church in Gloucester. Okay. I want to at least fill that out twice. For real. Yeah. Or people just to be like, oh, everyone's calling in sick at work. No one's actually going to work. Everyone's coming to my funeral, man. Yeah. Let's work on it. That's what I'm working on, man. Let's That's work on it. Definitely. Let's, keep, <laughs> let's keep touching lives, you let me, know? Let me keep giving people reasons let's to turn up for my funeral Two black minds. Years. We are making legacy right here. <laughs> yeah? Nah, that's good. Yeah. Are you doing? You all right? I, I will come and put an episode out just to tell people that, hey. Oh, this, this you're going to clip? You're going to clip this and play this at the, at the funeral, yeah? yeah for real. <laughs> <laughs> You know, <laughs> fan no, base is good. growing, you know, so by the time announcements come when we are all 99 years and all that exactly. business, like, okay, two blind minds, two blind minds. <laughs> With a walking stick. <laughs> With a walking stick. Yeah, They'll be yeah, cluttering yeah. all over the place. <laughs> you know, give me a minute, let me put my dentures in. You know, I'll be calling my woman to put the dentures in. Facts. You know, the woman of the house. Remember, we we're talking about, yeah? <laughs> the women good. in our lives and their pedestals. That's good. Yeah. So I'll be my dentures are falling out, kind of, you know, because I need <laughs> to put the episode out because Mr. Henry needs everyone to come and. It's a lighter knot to end this on. That's a good way to end it. <laughs> to black rest, rest in peace to all of those who have passed away. For real. Rest in power. Um, I hope those who have had, had experience loss recently, um, hopefully you'll, you'll get the peace that you'll. Um, you're desiring um, and that hopefully you find strength even when times are weak and you don't find uh, that you find security um, yeah. even in these moments and may your legacies shine bright on this earth amen to that alright we are two black minds you can catch us on the Instagram two underscore black underscore minds you can get me on Instagram at last name Henry you can get to Mr. No Socials over here through me um, and we'll be back next week with another riveting episode. Consciousness or something. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you need to write a whole book first about that. I might have one already. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> we're two, two, we're black two. Minds, two, two black, black minds. Two black minds. Two black minds. Two black minds. <laughs>